Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Welcome to Leadership. Uh, All of you who are listening right now, way to go. Way to take some time and pour into your own soul soul and and understand that um, for all of us, again, this, uh, this time... Uh, you get what you put in. So if you just are kind of on autopilot and hear stuff, sometimes you'll get some and, and, and not get a lot. But if you're like, hey, I, I, if you're coming to this moment, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, I'm ready to take some notes, I need to get something out of this, I promise you God will meet you right where you are. And it won't be my words, but it will be God's words that will start speaking into your situation and your heart and your mindset. And so, God, we're praying that, God, as we spend this time for the next couple of minutes, Lord, you would speak to all of us. God, we know that, God, you have things for us right now this morning, and, God, that's why we have expectation, God, for you to speak to all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Okay, so I grew up in a, um, I grew up in a Christian family, Uh, and then then my parents really got, um, really got Christianized. They were like, we're going to go, we're going to go church like just crazy and now my whole family grew up Lutheran and so um you know you kind of went to church and that was it and then you know you were farmers and stuff and that was how everybody was uh and then my mom and dad got saved like their life got changed transformed and so uh our our family did major shifts in life um we started uh my parents started a church uh we came out at that point my parents really wanted uh, my sister and I to have this uh, great biblical foundation. And so they took us out of public school, put us in a Christian school. And this Christian school was a private Baptist Christian school that, um, that uh, they, they really liked their rules, you know, and, um, and all of that stuff. So there were some things that, you know, the legalism thing that we had to get through. But what I was really thankful for was this great biblical foundation um, and, and stuff that was good, especially for me at a young age. And, um, I mean, we'd have cha- we had chapel every morning. And I remember this one song we used to sing. Um, we would stand up, all these kids would stand up, and we'd sing this song. I don't know if any of you have heard this song before. If you had, I'm so sorry that you've heard it. Uh, it's, called, it's this hymn called Onward Christian Soldiers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And so we would stand up, and we would, these kids, like it was kind of a militant little thing, and it wasn't, you know, you look back, and you're like, this is kind of weird. Uh, but you started singing. You were like, onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. You know, like, and we were all just like, just, oh, it was awesome. It was great. Uh, and kind of militant and weird. But... I remember this uh, mindset that um, that was kind of drilled into everybody, like onward, move forward, let's go. You know, hey, we're going to take the hill. We're Christians. We're going to, and I love that. I, I think that's an awesome, awesome mindset. And a lot of leaders have it. Here's the other side of that mindset. If you're so focused on 
going onward and going out and doing all this, sometimes you start missing that all of this leadership stuff has to start inward before you can go onward. Some of us as leaders are so focused on goals on the outside that we don't realize that we need to have goals on the inside. That we need to have some transformation before, on the inside before we see transformation on the outside. And honestly, you can't go further than what has happened on the inside of you. Say it another way. Um, you can't, uh, y- your talent will not be able to hold you. Only your character will. And so what that means is that we have to be, and there's, uh, there's these seven eyes that we talk about in our church. Uh, for those of you who've been around our leadership culture for a while, there's these seven eyes that we talk about, and one of them is called, uh, we want to be introspective. This is such an important part of leadership that before you start going outside and saying, oh, there's all these problems that need to be fixed, you start looking inward first. So let me read this uh, scripture. This is uh, Luke, uh, Luke chapter 6. Uh, says, and why, and we've heard this before, and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying, friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye. How easy is it for us to lead others? And how hard it is for us to lead ourselves. Or say it another way. How we, you scroll through social media and you can see everybody else's faults. But you don't see your own. We see how everybody else is missing it. We, sell, we see how everybody else has wrong views on politics and wrong views on this thing and that, but we can't see where we're missing it. It's easy to see other people's faults. It's hard sometimes to look on inward and say, where am I missing it? But if you want to be a leader that actually can lead and see people transform, you go from this, friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye. Hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. We can't lead without a healthy inward eye. So the questions are, where did I miss it? So that means if you have a group of people uh, that you're leading at your job and they're not coming up to the level that you want them to be, or you're leading a team here at church and they're not leading the way that you would like them to lead, the first question isn't, what do I need to say to them? The first question is, where did I miss it? How did I not lead us there? How did I not see this? Where did I miss something? So if you're going to get upset, don't get upset at the people you're leading first. Get upset at yourself first. If, if you're going to kind of drill down and find out where things are wrong, you got to drill down in your own soul first. And so you start looking at your own heart and you start looking where, where are there some things that I can't see? Because if you can't get better, 
yourself, it's very hard to help somebody else get better. And what Jesus was saying, I, I love what Jesus was saying when he was talking about this. Uh, he said, you won't be able to see well enough to help the other person. So that means if you don't do inward working first, you're going to actually hurt the people you lead. You're going to act because you can't do and can't lead somewhere you haven't been. This is why pride is so toxic to your soul. Pride will stop you from learning. Pride will stop you from being able to have a good inward eye and say, oh, where, where am I missing it? Where am I missing it? Where? So in your marriages, it's not your spouse first. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, if you're listening, everybody that's married in the room just started looking at each other really awkwardly. But how great is it if you come to your marriage and say, there's some things that I need changing me. Because what you start doing is start leading with humility. And humility is where grace is always found. And when you have grace, you have power. And when you have power, you have the power to change. And that's how you can get better. But it has to start with humility. But we get so upset when we see somebody acting a fool that we're immediately like, we play whack-a-mole leadership. And so you see somebody do something wrong, you're like, poof. And, 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 and we start thinking this is a way to lead. Wrong, boom, wrong, boom, wrong, boom. You know, and, and we start to start hitting everything instead of understanding. There, this might be uh, something in my own leadership that I'm missing. And then you, when, when, when you start doing this, now this is where you got to do the deep work. This is, this is where you start looking at, um, why have I always done it like this? Why does this, uh, why when somebody does something like this, why does it always make me so angry? Why do I always think somebody's going to betray me? Why am I always building up a wall around people and, and not letting them in? Kind of pseudo letting them in, but not really letting them in. Uh, why do I always um, uh, look at different people and think I'm only going to talk to them if it can give me something? Like, you got to start asking yourself these kind of questions. And, you, and, and once you're able to do that, you can remove that log out of your eye. But now, also, there's a difference between being introspective and, and having great self-awareness than being self-centered. There, there's complete difference here. I'm not asking us to be self-centered and just it's all about me, it's all about me, it's all about me, it's all about me. I'm asking us just to be self-aware and have introspect and say, oh, I actually do this. And, and, and that's, uh, this, this works out um, in uh, uh, parenting. And, you'll, and you've heard this said probably from your parents. And if you are a parent, you'll say this at some point. You start seeing your kids, and you're like, ooh, I do that. And it makes you so angry when they do that. But then you start realizing, oh, I do that. 
what you're realizing is that as a leader, you got to fix you before you can fix them. Because as, as a leader, people will do, and, and people, you will reproduce who you are, not what you say. So you can say, all the, I, I can preach awesome sermons. We can have great leadership talks. I can write down, I mean, oh, I can do the best things I can do. But guess what? I reproduce. I reproduce who I am. That, that character always comes first. If, you're, if we're talking about in, in your business, you reproduce who you are, not what you say. This is a hard one. You talk about your family, <laughs> you reproduce who you are, not, not what you say. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, right? Somebody just said, Lord, help us in the room. I mean, for real, like this, is, this should make every parent just cringe. I feel like, oh, God, help me. But isn't that the place that we should lead from anyway? Oh, God, help me. Oh, God, give me grace. Oh, God, I don't have what it takes. Oh, God, I'm just messing up every which way, but God, help me. Give me the grace. See, that's the moment that introspection starts doing a work. And I'm not saying you got to be perfect. We're all going to make mistakes and everybody else. And also everybody else has their own. Um, they have personal responsibility too. So don't get it twisted. Don't put it all on you and make yourself the savior because you're not the savior in this situation anyway. And so people do have personal responsibility to change on their own. But I'm just saying let's start. And this is what Jesus said. Let's start with inward, not outward. Let's, let's start here because what... Um, what, uh, what you want to do is recreate in your teams and the different people in your family, you want introspection to go into them as well, right? I mean, what parent would just fall over if their kid came up to them and said, Mom, Dad, what am I doing wrong? What, what am I doing wrong that I don't see? I mean, th- those... If, if somebody said that to a parent, parent would be like, I don't know what to, I, I just, uh, what, what, are you an alien? What is, because, because it would be so, it, it's, it's so countercultural. We just don't even, but that's what I'm trying to grow into Watson. Lord Jesus, help me. I want him to be able, at, well, right now I just want him to say words, but as he gets older, <laughs> I want him to have a conversation with me that's able to say, Dad, I, I know there's probably some things in my life that I'm not seeing and I'm doing. What do you think? What do you see? That's the kind of son I'm trying to raise. And with God's grace, I'm praying that that happens. Um, th- th- this is the kind of team you want uh, that you're leading. Th- you... You can tell the introspection is starting to do its work when you have people on your team that ask, um, I wrote this, uh, a great measurement of introspection is how many questions your team asks about getting better compared to how many things they want to tell you about how they are better. Um, a grip measurement of introspection on your team is how many questions your team asks you about getting better compared to how many 
things they want to tell you about how they are better. An easier way to remember this is uh, you don't want people to show, you want them to search. We have a lot of, of people that would like to show everybody that they're better. But I'm, I'm, ask, I'm asking you, and I want you to actually search to be better. So the introspection is starting to work. And uh, the great thing about this for any boss or any leader or any parent or any marriage or anything, you know, there's leadership all around in our life. Um, what you do is if you can build this into the culture of what you have, this introspective leadership, where did I miss it first? What it does is it takes the, um, it takes the, uh, the onus off of the leader to be the one that is walking around trying to show everybody what's wrong. That takes a lot of energy out of the leader. To where they're walking around always trying, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. So if, if you want to be somebody who is bringing energy into your team, and if you want to be the person who is actually lifting up your leader's arms, and you want to be the person that is actually helping in the situation, what you do, get introspective real quick and say, okay, where am I missing it? Where, where can I get better? And... Uh, because Jesus didn't say, here's the thing with leading. Jesus didn't say just take care of your own log. He said first work out the log and then have the conversation about the fixing the other thing. But the conversation comes secondary to the transformation that has happened in you and the change. The conversation is secondary. The transformation is first. And I, I think um, uh, for all teams, I'll just say this and then we'll, we'll end. I think for all teams, um, sometimes team members, they, they, they have a, uh, a real desire. I mean, unless you're an ogre of a leader, <laughs> unless you're just an ogre of a parent and people are just like, God, you're the worst, most of the time, team members want to um, make their their boss, their parent, they, they want to make them happy. They do. Um, your spouse, happy. But what that, what that can lead to is this, this show and tell kind of thing where you're kind of always propping yourself up to show like, look what I did, look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. And then when you don't do the right thing, you run and hide, and hopefully the leader doesn't see that. Ho hopefully my parents don't see that. Hopefully my spouse doesn't see that. And I'm saying I, I think the healthy culture of leadership that we want is switched, that we're not always, we're, we're not the ones that are always uh, propping up what we did good, but we're propping up, where am I missing it? Where's the blind spot that I don't see? Where's the thing that I'm going on autopilot that I've just been doing for years and years that I haven't realized? Can you please show me that thing? Can you please show me that? I would like to learn that thing, and I would like to stop doing that thing. 
And can we as leaders actually, uh, we actually highlight that, clap and applaud that and say, way to go. I love that you're actually looking at that kind of peace so we can all get better together. And also, as, as a leader, as you're doing that, don't be afraid to let uh, your team see that too. Say, okay, um, I, I did this once and it was super uncomfortable for some of our staff. I said, okay, hey, can you guys all, I'm not going to let you leave this room until you tell me one thing that you wish I could do better. And they all hated it so much. But it's, it has to happen. There, there has to be a moment where everybody is okay with saying, well, I wish you would do it like this. I wish, I, I wish this could happen. I wish this could change. But if the leader's not open up to, uh, to any kind of introspection and any kind of change, then your team won't as well. And then you get a lot of people that are always just propping up the good stuff but not really wanting to work on the weakness stuff. So that's why Jesus said, listen, in this life, look first here. Remove the things that you know that need to be changed. Then have the conversation second, and then both people will be healed. Then both people will be healed. So, Father, we're praying that, uh, God, for all of us, um, God, there's things that we want to see changed, the things that we want to see healed. God, help us to have introspection as we lead. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.